I like how taking the metal back is they're like, hey, that, that, that chunk of metal we gave you, in our record book, we wrote down it doesn't count. And you're like, good, good for you. Mm. <laughs> I'm still wearing it out yeah. clubbing. Uh, yeah. That was the famous Lance works. Armstrong picture uh, after they disqualified. Yeah. Then he just takes a picture with all of his yellow jerseys like, eh, yeah, wow. it's a power move. It's a power move. Wearing them all at once like a TikTok <laughs> challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I still got more. I still got more. I still got more. That's only five. You, you took one away now? Uh, looks like I still got mm-hmm. them. Which one? Which one did you take? I'm wearing them all. Mm-hmm. Did you take this one? I, this one's here. Did you take this one? No, this one's right here. By the way, that was my best Lance Armstrong impression. That was a good Lance Armstrong. Spot I really felt the cancer. The, the work you've been putting in. <laughs> I could tell. Uh, I just imagined myself hating Sheryl Crow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yar, I cheated in the Tour de France I did. Yeah, that's, that's as good as I can get right now. I'm, I've been workshopping it. Uh, I'm not quite there yet. It's not ready. There is a bike race I intend to cheat on. <laughs> Who could it be? you guys but i am exhausted after last weekend's uh, ski resort trip with the hoggies uh oh, it's man. our it's oh, our once God. uh we only do it once a month people it's is it's our rare get together <laughs> with the double diamond hoggies go skiing powder mm-hmm. boy am i bushed we are all bushed matt you bushed so bushed. Matt's bushed. I'm not even going to ask Corey. He's too bushed to answer. Straight bushed. Uh, and let me tell you, people, I am bushed. So I'm going to do what I like doing when I'm bushed, and that is creating a new fantasy realm. I do oh, it every yeah. time I'm bushed, which means once a month after the Hoggy Ski Retreat. <laughs> <laughs> the exercise is getting pretty tired. I'm kind of running low on ideas at this point, but uh, it just it, it recharges my batteries. Grant, how about we help you out this time? How about you help me out? I figured you turn my recharge ritual into an episode. There's efficiency. <laughs> there's synergy. Oh, I yeah. mean, it unbushes all of us. Why not unbush all of us instead of just me? Let's let's all do this. Let's. So. That's what we're going to do. We're going to create a fantasy realm. An entire realm. Grant, are you spelling realm with a capital R? You mean with all of it? With a capital R. The entire thing. Shit. Not part of it. The whole thing. And this will be encapsulated, captured within a four-part book series that will be available for purchase at some point. Which, according to the internet, four is the minimum number to qualify for uh, fantasy... Fantasy book list. We're trying to set the record for shortest fantasy series of all time. Four is <laughs> the smallest number I could think of for fantasy books. I couldn't. Three is a trilogy, but four is yeah. a series. Yeah. And that's where we stop. Yeah. Four, you, get, you got yourself a realm. <laughs> you got yourself a realm, people. You can dig into it. Mm-hmm. But a tidy realm. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Lean. Gentleman's realm. Lean. The gentleman's Lean realm. realm. Yes. So I say. And this is just my crazy idea. What if we start with what's it called? Corey, what is the series uh, called here? You know, if we're if we're making a series, uh, it's hard to just cut it from broadcloth and just start from scratch. Mm. Um, but that's what we're doing legally. 
so I didn't want to I didn't want it to follow the the format of like the Wheel of Time, the Song of Ice and Fire, Lord of the Rings, that kind of thing. Um, I say that this series is called the Wheel of Songs of Ice and Rings and Magics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The Wheel of Songs of Ice and Rings and Magics. And Magics, yes. Plural, Absolutely. I like that. Magics. I was worried we would have too few magics. <laughs> There's plenty. <laughs> Good, because you got to have your magics. At least enough to balance out all the rings and ice. Mm-hmm. World of and Songs of Ice and Rings and Magics. You set us up nicely to, you know, the fans already are going to start abbreviating that W-S-I-R-M. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We well, capital W, lowercase o... Capital S, uh, lower. You got to have like the the right. lowercase and cap. You got the articles that. in there. It's the not canon. So it's not canon without the articles. Wasso era ram. Right. It's yeah. Wasiram. Yeah. Wasiram. For sure. But but Wasiram for short. Yeah. With every other letter capitalized. The wheel of songs of ice and rings and magics. You've, yes. you've then in the it's not Wasiram. It's Twasiram. I mean, you got to yeah. have the article. Oh, the first a, article. Starting article. The wheel. No, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You say the Wasirum. <laughs> the Wasirum. <laughs> the Wasirum. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. The uh, Wasirum. Mm, Tracy Jones. The, the With the little Wasirum. lowercase yeah. t in front of it. Yeah. Um, right. So we've got, uh, we've got the name. We're halfway there. So the other half of the podcast. <laughs> we're in the best episode ever. Uh, ad half break the here. Ad break half through the, halfway through the episode. And okay, now we're, we're through. Uh, into the second half. Coming down the home stretch. Thank you, Casper Mattress. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I go just, to hell, Purple Real quick, Grant, I, <laughs> I think uh, Corey made an important point in uh, giving us the name uh, that I think we should just, you know, add this disclaimer now. As legal experts, everything that we make in our brand new original realm is and will be legally distinct from any other possible intellectual property that already exists. We're creating this. This right. is being exactly. created. I, I know. I as know. Corey said, out of whole cloth. This is right. this is just we're starting from as scratch as possible. It's cat scratch fever over here. <laughs> uh, it's I mean, come on. Everything we're about to make is brand new, straight straight off the dome. Off the fantasy dome. So we have our we have we're gonna describe the world now. There are many fantasy creatures that inhabit this world, all of which are wholly and entirely unique TM. <laughs> I'll start us off here. There's this special race, and I'm I'm just spitballing here. It's like imagine like they live in the woods and they're kind of they got like pointy ears. What if what if ears mm. but pointy? Mm, uh, no okay. one's ever done that before. Uh, they're kind of mm. like magical. Probably have like bows and stuff and. Oh, you want to go squat or slender with these? No, they're slender. They're nice and tall and slender. Ooh, I do beautiful. like the slender. It goes Perhaps with the ears. terribly beautiful. Terribly beautiful. Um, they're called alfs. Uh, they, they dwell <laughs> in the forest of Melmac, uh, where they hunt the, the large feline animals that live there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I like it's it. brand new. Alfs. That's such an interesting idea. I wonder if we'll, yeah. we can get it to take off. Alfs. Really like- uh, you could, a descriptor for them would be Alvin. Uh, you know, there, uh-huh. this is this is uh, the work of yeah. Alvin Smiths. Let me you know, know if this yeah. is oh, nice. I if like this it. is too detailed. Maybe I need to pull it back a bit. But I imagine elves, aside from being terribly beautiful and slender, mm-hmm. um, but kind of like graceful and hunting with bows. 
I yes. see all of them with a bow. Every single one. Yes, they all have bows, bows. And they hunt and the large feline animals in the forest of Milmac. I And I know we're doing this for because of our passion for, for hard fantasy, but um, there are some money-making opportunities there, Grant, with the, with the Alps. I could see them on a lunchbox. Oh. Um, I could see plush toys. I could see I could see the Alps as a puppet in a sitcom. Say, puppet. Yes. Exactly. We're all see spin-off sitcom. Yeah. This is synergy. Uh so Ben, do you have let you create a race. Do it right now. I dare you. Okay. I don't want to overshadow Punk. you, but I want to make something completely memorable. Mm-hmm. Um and unique. These yeah, so while you have this like forest loving, I'm gonna capture another side of like, you know, the psyche of the industrious like builder, machine maker, miner, stone worker, the the not the aloof, the more more a little more salt of the earth, mm-hmm. um, a fierce warrior race. That's yeah. um, they're very short, much shorter than humans. Ooh, short um, humans. Yep, long hair, beard. Live in mines and underground. They're called wharves. <laughs> w W A R V D uh, award. Yeah. Wharves. So the world of the wharves is underground, and they're they and you know they might be known to uh, uh, to braid like they never braid their hair though wharves. Mm. Right. Unlike they some other do. maybe similar thing. They never braid their beards. They might tie their beards. They might loop, use ribbons. Sometimes they might twist them. Maybe sometimes braid, but they never braid their beards. They're not they're not like that Tolkien kind of bullshit thing. These are wharves, and everyone will remember wharves. When you say Tolkien, are you talking about like Gandalf or Sauron? Like which I don't there's nothing like that in Tolkien that I can think there's of. There's no wharves. No, not, I don't no I can't think of any. He's probably thinking of something weird from the Silmarillion that no one read. It's some, uh, uh, yeah, some back page kind like, of index yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the fucking Valar or the whoever, yeah. Right. Yeah. Something anyway, about a twisted mm, beard. The, uh, yeah, the fierce warrior race of wharves. Wharves. Okay, cool. I imagine, Ben, that they're a hardy race and probably craft uh, strong uh, items. Like, I bet. That's uh, what I was thinking. Like, warved in armor would probably be, like, uh, sought after. Absolutely. I, and this is, I know, Ben, you've. This is from your creative genius, but just like, what if we went a different direction and they they like stout beers and they you know Ooh, like beers uh, and like Scottish accents? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like midget Scots. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great <laughs> midget idea. Scots. Mm-hmm. It's not too late to rename them. No, I'm thinking that they would they would um like work. Yeah, like their their armor would be great. Like they could make something called like Nithril armor, and it would Ooh. be. It would be like invincible armor, basically. Great, like the you can't so. just rename a, a race. They are wharves, but yeah, I would imagine are. maybe some of their some of their um, companions uh, teasingly call them midget Scots. You know, like all <laughs> oh, these midget Scots. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta say, we Scots. I'm just I'm just sitting back and letting, letting this absorb, and I'm getting an image. These wharves, um, like we said, it's a hardy race. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very hardy. The beards. I see the. I see the beards twisted. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The yeah. The armor. I see that. I I have a feel like I would come across wharves delving. Do you guys see them delving? I, I'm feeling delves. 
There's going to be I feel lots like of they'll delve. They'll delve. Sometimes they'll delve a little too deep. That's going to be oh. their thing. Like they're too that's greedy? a character flaw in them. They could be like right. They could be a little single minded. They could be a little uh, stubborn, a little greedy, and uh, that's going to be their their hubris. Their their craft is their is their hubris. That's gonna. That's what separates uh, the wheel of song of I of wheel of songs of ice and rings, rings of, and magics. Of ice and, and rings of ma- and magics. Uh, that's what separates to to Wasaram uh, from the other series. Yes, though you know, even if you had somebody who's kind of like a minor or something, like no one, and, and even if that, even if that race of people delved, like our guys sometimes delve a little too deep. Right. You just don't. You're not going to see that in another series. This is the nope. fans want. I, I, I've when I, I've read these other series and I'm like more delving, go deeper, and you know, so go deeper. But in, in those other series, they're all just like we'll stop here, right? It's no. the difference between like a Model T car and like a race car. Like one's just kind of doing its thing, and the other's like we're pushing the envelope, we're delving mm-hmm. perhaps too deep. Mm. I'm feeling too greedy as well. That's the difference between digging and delving. <laughs> I feel like. The elves would not get along with these wardens. No, no, no. They're just too different. There is this like nature they, yeah, aloof. They, just, they value elves. two different things, you know. Yeah, the industrious. Maybe we can have like one of those like Romeo and Juliet like across the tracks kind of friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, mm, where rich we'll Italian see. preteens uh, lust after each other and drink is poison. That, is that yes. going to happen in this <laughs> this story? It's interesting. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. Um, Matt, uh, do you have a, a a whole race that you can create out of whole cloth right now in front of us, under pressure? So mine, and I don't know if this is we're 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 just putting the ideas out there, and they're not like we didn't we didn't prescript this, but no, no, um, mine's gonna be a bad guy. They are they're a race of people, Ooh. but in general, oh. um, Ooh, they're okay. not they're not really well liked. Um, so they're greenish, kind mm-hmm. of uh, ugly. Um, basically kind of evil they're 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 uh a, a whole race of like they they're they're uh, when they speak it's kind of more like snorts and uh they they have black blood you know all these Gross. kind of things that I'm going to kind of make them evil sounding and uh um ill suited to uh for for human uh consumption so uh I'm going to call them morks okay oh, wow gross yeah that sounds awful. I, I know. I know. This is probably sounding weird because it's not something that you would have, have heard of before. But yeah, just kind of like um, the Morks are somewhat disposable. You're gonna we're gonna go through a lot of them in this series, and mm-hmm. we're not we're, there. Really, aren't gonna be a lot of uh, key characters, so uh, you're not gonna see a lot of specific Morks that we get to know. Um, but for the most part. Um, we're we're gonna be able to use them as kind of like our our unique bad guy in the series. You know what I mm-hmm. like about these books? Whereas we're talking again, I'm just sitting back and just seeing if the if this uh, you know if this is working. And I feel like in I, I was expecting you to say like here's a type of creature will work out its you know how it fits into the world, but it just slots in nicely with Mork. Rolls off the tongue Ooh. even. Yeah, uh, Matt, I have a question for you. Uh, what if there was some type of like really fucking cool, uh, one might say sweet creature 
uh, that's just like obviously not a real thing because nothing in nature mm. is actually cool. Uh, but this is something, <laughs> this is like a creature, but sweet. Do you have any ideas for something like that? Well, yeah, this is, and I want to be very clear that this is going to be a legally unique creature. So I, uh, the, the land, the realm that we're building is going to be inhabited by Dargons. Dargons. <laughs> and a Dargon. I'm a little scared of this. What so, would that be like? I did my research and, you know, I, I'm kind of like, like any good artist, you pick up little things here and there and they're like, well, what, what are, uh, characters and or creatures and other fantasy novels and there are things called dragons mm-hmm. uh, so not familiar it did my research webster's dictionary defines a dragon as a mythical animal usually represented as a monstrous monstrous winged and scaly serpent or saurian with a crested head and enormous claws hmm. and webster's also defines crested <laughs> as having a crest <laughs> So, in our realm, a Dargon is a monstrous, winged and scaly, serpent-like animal uh-huh. capable of breathing fire with a notably uncrested head. <laughs> oh, my God. There's one thing to notice. Wow. There's going to be no, no crest. crest. No crest. Wow. Nary a crest. Holy shit. What's that on the horizon? Without crests, Dargons run! <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think there's got to be a character in here somewhere who is like allergic to crests, and so they can't ride any other animal that exists because every animal has a crest. We all know mm. this, mm-hmm. so they have to stay away from animals. But oh no, in the forest one day he finds a a, a a dagron with a hurt paw or something, and he nurses it back to health, and they become best friends, and he can ride it around and fly and breathe fire on people. He's the only one that can ride. Yes, yeah. yeah. He is the dagron rider. We're changing the name of the series. Dagron. <laughs> it's a song of ice and fire. That's going to be a spinoff here. Spinoff Writing series. Dagrons. It'll be the kids' book spinoff. There you go. Yeah. How to Train Your Dagrons. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll have yep. a Cartoon Network show. There we go. We got it. We got it. Uh, Corey, I'm going to yeah. ask you a question here. About the series? Imagine a supernatural ability where you can, like, somehow through either words or you know different in- special ingredients you can like conjure maybe or like, like even fire, your willpower right or you, or could be could come from your from within in that way right uh, i'm curious how would you spell such what would this thing be called how would you spell it well and pre- preferably it would be not in any way asinine and fucking stupid absolutely not <laughs> i well what i want this to be is i want this to be accessible to the masses because this is a fantasy realm there's got to be a doorway into it you've got to like ease someone into we're talking about morks right we're talking about fantastical you know wards um these are these things are it's so hard to even like imagine it without a like a starting spot so i uh, i'm gonna take it right from the title from the Wheel of Songs of Ice and Rings and Magics, and I'm going to call Ooh. this Ability Magics. Ooh. Um, and I'm going to spell it like it sounds, which is capital M, A-H, apostrophe, G-Y-K-S, tilde. <laughs> <laughs> the, does, the, does the tilde take up its own space? It's like that. that's... There's a tilde. There's that above the S. No, no, after the S. Not above. <laughs> tilde. M-A-H apostrophe G-Y... K-S tilde. K 
K-S tilde. Right. Let's Every see. time. Capital Every M. Every time. you got to have that <laughs> tilde. So i got to go to the next page of alternate characters. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Yeah, texting. Gotcha. Yeah. I want people to be able to text it easily. Wow. I go to the next page and then there's it's two of two after that. So there we go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Corey's delving deep in our char- in extra characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't just want to dig through the, the, the character screen. You want to delve. I'm already feeling the fantasy world. The Wheel of Song of Ice and Rings and Magics. Mm-hmm. And I was—I didn't want to ask because I thought maybe like I'd look stupid or something. But I was wondering what you meant by magics. But no, now I, I understand. It. It's this new thing you created, and where you can like do stuff. That's why every time I said it, I spelled it that way: M A H apostrophe G Y K S. I saw that on the transcripts right. that we provide for the hearing impaired, uh, and I was confused by that. I thought the, <laughs> I thought our uh, program was kind of screwing up there. Yeah, and our uh, our live uh, our interpreter for the deaf was going nuts, and I was like, I didn't even they had to spell out <laughs> tilde and finger signing like <laughs> every time we say it. Magics. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm just doing it now. Mm-hmm. Every every time. Can you say magics? Magics. Ah, I need to Okay. What did, what did, God, I hate that bitch. Magic. Is there anything you can tell us about magics? Like, what, what does that actually allow you to do? Well, um, it allows you to interact with, uh, um, you, you draw mana. Um, don't ask me how it's spelled. It gets a little tricky because we're, we're past the part <laughs> where even writing this that isn't, down. yeah, this isn't the intro stuff anymore. Now this is like, <laughs> oh, you're in for this world. We'll strap the fuck in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, to be honest, it works like money. The more you have, the better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Say nice. no more. that is so, how money works. Pretty much just money. Um, so we got our world established. Let's come up with some characters. Just throw some shit out there. Whatever. Okay. Uh, Matt, do you have a hero in in mind? Are you holding out for a hero? Yeah, I we need uh, one. I've I've got a hero, so we can start and kind of build the world around him or her. Um, and the thing is, I I hope you guys don't push back on this because it's not your your typical hero, right? So our hero's name is Cal, K A L. It's short for Caldoracton El El Drindagoo El <laughs> Say it again so I know if it's the same one I'm thinking about or if it's a different one. <laughs> Caldoracton Eldringaluth. Uh, E-L-D-R-Y-I-N-G-A-L-O-U-T-H. Uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> chat that one. Uh, Cal. But yeah, you know, we call him Cal. And um, he here's the thing, though. He's not your typical hero because... Our guy in this book, and this is what's going to kind of like draw people to the book, he's broody. He's got attitude. He's the last person anyone would ever call a hero. But <laughs> as I think we'll find, circumstances will, will put him in the unforeseen position to become the hero and, and save the day. So it's it's, again... It's no one would have thought that this kind of broody guy with attitude is uh, could be a hero, but uh, that's well, you're gonna have to read the books to find out. But I, I have a feeling he's gonna save the day. When you were describing him, I was gonna interrupt you and say, Matt, I said, tell me the hero. Right. I didn't say tell me some <laughs> loser. I said tell me the hero. But this is interesting. You say he's not supposed to be the hero. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's almost an anti-hero. Uh, yeah. No wonder he's brooding. Very interesting. I like that term. Uh, Corey, 
who would be this hero's best friend? I think the the brooding uh, the brooding hero. I think needs a best friend, and you know the best friend is Willow, but the the full name is uh, Bagforth Pussy Willow, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the frail bard. Uh, Pussy Willow is a loyal nice. and flimsy companion, lacking any social <laughs> grace, uh, whose tiresome loot strumming is only overshadowed by his casual racism. So, oh, yeah, just a frail little little stick of a of a lutist that's always following our hero Cal around, uh, strumming away pretty much on one chord endlessly, and and making some comments about you know like the the morks that you know it's just like hey whoa that's their word. Yeah, <laughs> he has a lot of colorful names for those wards. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So so Pussy Willow, the the frail bard. Interesting. So he, uh, to to juxtapose him with the hero, he sucks. Right. <laughs> Interesting. In almost so you have every... him suck, makes the hero seem a lot cooler. Right. Small potatoes make the steak look bigger is what we're going for mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You cut the hair around it a little bit, too. That'll help. Um, <laughs> uh, ben, Linear, I'm curious. Landing uh, <laughs> <laughs> What if there were... Follow me on this one here. Okay. An animal, dot, dot, dot. I like animals. That talks. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Talking Fuck. animal. Let me think. Fuck. That just came to me. Whoa. Fuck. It hurts. It's uh, so fucking brilliant. Grant, okay. do you mean like to the humans and to the elves and to the wards? And to the wards. And to the wards. Occasionally even to morks. It can talk. It talk like man talk. <laughs> My God. Ben, what would this thing be? What would it be like? Okay, thanks Thanks for vamping a little. Give me a little time to think. Um, let's go with one of those really wide-faced orangutans. Um, and, so, like, uh, the, the facial features are kind of tiny, but it's just really, really wide, like, cheekbone like things. Like how orangutan males, like, when they become territorial, they get those big, fat, wide cheek fat uh, yeah. flaps, where it just looks like a Whatever dinner plate. Whatever those things are, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, his name is Bumble Dumplin'. Ah, Dumplin'. Bumble Dumplin'. Yep. Bumble Dumplin', nice. And he talks, I assume... Of course he crap. talks. Um, he has, like, a a very tired uh, British accent. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Master Cal Drocom, uh, I'll... I'll dringle... Dringle... dringle. <laughs> I'm not familiar with your phrases and languages. <laughs> so he's, like, an exhausted old British man. Does he also like? Does he speak like an animal language, but then also can switch into English to talk? He to humans? somehow like knows. Yeah, what the? He's like uh, someone is uh, like angry at a dog, and it's like, well, he'd, perhaps he'd cooperate if he didn't have to watch you and your wife flop on top of each other every evening. Would it kill you to shut the door? Like somehow he knows what's going on with with all the animals. Wait, like, so. okay. but when he has to yeah. translate, does it like seamlessly just go into like barking and yaps? He's like, well, I'll see if I can tell them. <laughs> No, 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 no. He, he like punch. never talks to them. Oh, okay, because like somehow then it's like you know the animals. It's it's more like where they understand English somehow, or that you know like the like Lassie barks. Where is it, boy? Woof woof. It's in the well. Woof woof woof. Like that kind of thing. Right. He's um, on solo talking to Chewbacca. I don't stoop to speak their languages. It's not a thing where he lazily speaks their grunts and barks. Woof bark. Hark, <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> he's, he's not doing that. Gotcha. No, and I shan't lick my butt either. But he is like masturbating often. Sometimes it's just like he casually masturbates. Well, you know, casually. There's a line. Mm-hmm. 
lazily. He isn't like going and exhaustively. He's not delving. If you get my picture, okay. Yeah. He's just toying around. He's sitting yeah. there masturbating and looking at a dog through the trash. He's like, this is what separates us from beasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a what classic that? Bumble Dumplin' line. Bumble oh, Dumplin'. Dumplin'. Yep. Uh, so we got we got our characters. Good cast of characters roaming around the world here. Uh, I just thought of this because here's the thing. Y'all, you want characters to root for. You want those good guys doing good. Right. And obviously, we all understand, no one wants bad. Bad is bad, and we don't want bad. And this is why there has never been a bad character in history. But that's Mm. about to change right now. We're going to have a bad character. I think I'm going to call them a villain. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Purposefully, we're gonna purposefully make somebody bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be intentional. Okay. Uh, so imagine good but bad. It's like a good thing, but it's the opposite. Like okay. Like if you're if you're okay. going good, do a one eighty and then just take off running. Like backwards skating, mm. but forwards. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like speed two, but with a bus instead of a boat. Um, <laughs> uh, the villain. I feel like to really sell the pure evil, we have a demon of of pure evil, made of evil. He became hell's archfiend after murdering the previous archfiend. He's even more ruler, more evil than the ruler of hell was. Whoa! He's he's like double hell. Whoa! His name is Larry Caldwell, but his friends call him Bug. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bug old bug caldwell old bug caldwell yeah uh he's a real bitch. Uh, oh yeah he's incorrigible so you yeah. dare not speak his Don't name get him started <laughs> so, that's the last thing you want to do cal's gonna have a hell of a time the bug whose name we dare not speak mm. I, it will there be a i'm picturing maybe an iconic moment where you know Maybe Cal's just got uh, done, you know, slaying a couple dozen, you know, nameless morks. And then, you know, uh, cut to, like, Bug arriving in the distance and and Cal says, here comes trouble. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. I think, uh, you know, we've invented lots of things today, but I feel like they're not all going to be winners. That one should probably (laughs) never, ever be said. I feel like that particular phrase. (laughs) Couldn't couldn't get that one by you. (laughs) It's a little too heinous, you know. I think we want we got we want people to buy this, man. I mean, come on. Uh, I thought that was my chance to sneak one past. Are we going for an R rating or not? Because if we're not hitting R, then I think we can skip the trouble line. Books are rarely R rated, so I think we can. I think we're good. Okay. We uh, all learned something that day. <laughs> but if we are, <laughs> nope. I just, I just say we are going for the R. Corey, what kind of villainous plot would get us that R rating? Well, <clears throat> we know that the villain is, uh, of course, out to do no good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Larry's going to harness all the power, and Larry's fixing to start some shit. <laughs> now, the mm-hmm. only way to should I tell you how we defeat the how we're going to defeat Larry? Well, I think we can we can we can we, all you, just, you can imagine that's probably impossible right now. Larry's fixing to start some shit. 
ideas out here in this. Uh, so Larry's fixing to start some shit for sure. Right. right. <laughs> you better um, believe it. I feel like he wants people to call him Bug. And some people are just, they just see him like, hey, Larry. Gah! I'm, I'm, it's Bug, damn it. And he, oh. he that's really <laughs> core to his identity. I think mm-hmm. that's the thing. He wants to get the entire realm right uh, uh-huh. to call him Bug. What if he throws kind of like a college party and he calls it Bug Palooza, <laughs> and he just to like really establish that his name? Okay, so here's the thing: he the whole series is him preparing for Bug Palooza. Okay. He's he's getting the beer. He's getting the ice. I assume parties need more than just beer and ice, or maybe they just need a lot. But it's him planning <laughs> Bugapalooza, and that uh-huh. last book is going to be Bugapalooza, and that's where it all... Okay. Because yeah. if Bugapalooza is pulled off, then everyone calls him Bug, and then he wins. Uh, and we'll to, yeah, and then he wins. Yeah, so we got to stop <laughs> but, that. But he's yeah, he's the villain. We can't let that happen. So uh, we need some ways to stop that, right? Yeah. Do you have a way to stop that, Corey? I do. I figured um, the easiest way of stopping that would be to replace his magical bejeweled diadem with an enchanted begemmed coronet. <laughs> <laughs> begemmed, you say? Well, I'll be gem. <laughs> That's not going to be tricky. Those gems really would counteract the his uh, the jewels. magics. Yes. The, the magics of the jewels. Because magical jewels in the diadem... You're like, mm-hmm. well, that's a powerful move. How it's like, you know, that's like the highest hand in poker if it was crowns. Um, so yeah, a magic, magic. Uh, the I mean, we all know this with the magic system. Enchantments are going to be the only thing that can really like stand up to yes, it. Yes, naturally. And you know, you've got the begemmed coronet. That's so that's that's basically like his party hat. And at the right. end, he's going to crown himself. <laughs> it says "bug" on it in like big emeralds. Right. And he's going to do it, but then that's <laughs> when we got to switch it out with the coronet that says like you know loser or you know it says Larry Caldwell. Says it says my Lawrence J Caldwell. It's just a, like a photograph, a photo right. stat yeah. of his uh, of his birth certificate. You, you said your name was Bug. Uh, but 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 uh, and then he explodes and is dead. Right. <laughs> we murder him uh, through through embarrassment. Yes. Through embarrassment. He is murdered through embarrassment. That's his one weakness. We spend an entire book discovering that. That's what our heroes have to do, right? They have to switch out the the magical bejeweled diadem for the enchanted. Mm-hmm. Bejammed coronet and explode yes. him through embarrassment. Uh, so this thing's written, at least. It's written, I was going to say, on paper. But if it were written on paper, then it would be done because this is a book. Because so, usually on paper <laughs> means like, well, it's not actually done. In this case, it would mean, yes, that it is, is actually how done. Books so, do. <laughs> this is written That's everywhere but paper. I'm glad we're all having trouble encompassing how a book is written. <laughs> yeah. Like many book first drafts, it was written on a whiteboard with dry erase mm. marker. <laughs> yes. Don't lean on that. No, chapter three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go through these books. Uh, ben, what are we going to call the first book? Uh, the, foot, the first book is called A Horn of Love and Musk. Mm. <laughs> sexy. Very sexy. Oh, is it? Uh, well, I have some weird <laughs> fetishes with musk. Uh, but, oh. t- so maybe it's just me. I'm a musk you know, guy. got like the horn. I'm attracted to that. I'm not going to lie. Yep. Nice. Uh, Corey, book two? Uh, Return of the Thin White Duke. Return of the Thin White Duke. I forgot in the first book we had that Thin White Duke and the he went away. Duke. Oh, yeah. Right. 
Yep. Now he's back. Fuck, he's back. He was repelled with the horn. Shit. Okay, we might have to rewrite some stuff. I changes, forgot that yep. he returns. Yeah, this changes God everything. Damn. Uh, Matt, how are we following up the return of the Thin White Duke? Uh, Sword of Crowns, Here Comes Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. It's It really sets up that fourth book. Uh, right. It's like, here comes trouble. Uh, but it turns out this series is just too profitable. I mean, we, we can't tell the story in just four books. We set out to do it, and we can't do it. People, we have limits. We, it's just too grand, too rich. Mm. Uh, and so, of course, that unfortunately means that part four, it all ends here, is no longer the final entry. <laughs> uh, the next books, we have book five, The Continuing, book six, Journey to the Mountains of Cash, and that's Cash with a K, because it's not uh-huh. referring Ooh. to yeah. one. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, and there's book, an apostrophe. Book seven, An Extended Vacation in the Mountains of Cash. Uh, book eight, <laughs> The Waning of Interest. Book nine, wrap it up already. <laughs> oh, no, it turns out that our 94-year-old author, F.L.A. Polkin, has suddenly <laughs> died before finishing the series. Oh, no. On his deathbed, though, he gave notes uh, for the 10th and final book to a spry young 70-year-old author named Sandy Branderson, who decides that the final book really ought to be told in three parts to fully do it justice. Uh-huh. So we have book 10, Finale's End, Part 1. Book 11, <laughs> Finale's End, Part 2, The Further Continuing. Oh, no! It turns out that Sandy Branderson has also died. Who could have seen this coming? But don't worry. The mantle is being picked up by Tom Clancy, who is also dead. But his nephew, who writes under his name, has big plans for this final book. Book 12, Finale's End, Part 3, Part 1, The Hunt for Red November. Book 13, Finale's End, Part 3, Part 2, Terror on Air Force One. Book 14, Finale's End, Part 3, Part 3, Mujahideen Insurgency in Kurdistan. Book 15, Finale's End, Part 3, Part 4, The Wizards of Glendalar. <laughs> we are uh, still with Yes. It took him a while to come around to the fantasy aspect. Uh, unfortunately, we are still waiting on the promised book 16, Finale Zen, Part 3, Part 5, Gnome Recon Special Ops. Uh, but Tom Clancy's nephew is 87 years old and is obsessed with finding out how long he can wait until he pulls the ripcord while skydiving but he'll surely live long enough to finish it and I mean it keeps him up at night he really wants to know how long he can wait he just he wants to push it further and further every time but I'm sure he'll live long enough to finish it the instructor says now but I'm like give it a minute (laughs) wait a minute just hold on he broke his ankles on the last jump so he's dialing it in he's he's really Really close. We're on the edge. <laughs> really close. Uh, it's called limit testing. Mm-hmm. Not failing. Anyway, we managed to write a four-book uh, series and only sixteen books. <laughs> we fit a four. We fit. We, we fit a four-book series and just sixteen volumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, little Captain Travis, uh, are you a Bumble Dumpin guy or a Bagforth Pussy Willow fan? Uh, let us know. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And with the holidays approaching faster than ever, uh, to get some ideas for Alf on the Shelf, um, you can find us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. <laughs>
And like Grant always says, the best place on the internet to interact with all of the uh, Twilserium fans and talk about what's going to be in book 16, that's going to be to follow us on Twitter at FreeLegalPod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you like the show, um, uh, bug Jeff Bezos and have Amazon make a series out of this. Uh, focus your magics fans out there I know you guys haven't read book one but 16's a banger so let's get to it (laughs) we need the money let's get started once we get you know once we get those those books started maybe that'll get uh, that 16th one to finish I don't know what it's gonna take to get him to finish it's been years we got loyal fans though it's gonna be a long haul we gotta get the book series made we gotta get the book series into fandom we gotta get the fandom into a, a TV series we got the TV series into money in my pocket (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of steps. And they need to be followed in that order. <laughs> focus uh, your magics. Uh, excuse me. That's like focus focus your magic. magic. That was you focusing <laughs> <your> magic. <laughs> 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 a little too <laughs> Classic bit. Episode 90. A friend uh, of mine, Ramon, my name was Jorge, um, (laughs) we were like, uh, okay, we told her we were going to bring in a Spanish cake. And what we did is we bought a uh, Duncan Hines chocolate cake and also the uh, Ortega taco kit <laughs> 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 and basically combine the two such that the uh we we mixed the chocolate cake but we also put in uh two packets of taco seasoning <laughs> oh jesus christ and we and we chopped up a bunch of jalapenos and spices and like put those in the in the batter and then on top you know we iced it with chocolate frosting but we wrote we had like the gel icing and we wrote like spanish words like ninos and biblioteca <laughs> so and we put like little, uh, you know, like little uh, sour patch kids by the ninos or whatever. <laughs> Let me tell you, when we opened the oven up, just from opening the oh. oven and baking, it was like, whoa, that's a taco smell. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, well, that was, it was a meat booby trap. <laughs> and. <laughs> Ever since we did this, you know, now looking back as a teacher, I'm like, man, you cannot let, how, how do, it still happens, and of course it's going to happen, but like, you can't let kids bring in food because they could really <laughs> fuck with people by doing that. But, uh. Um, Every once in a while there's a case. Yeah, this was mostly harmless, but we brought in the cake, and people started to eat it, including Senora Moore with one O, and everyone's face was like, what the fuck is this? And it was, like, really hot, too, so it was, like, uh-huh. super hot. It tasted so fucking bad, too. But, but... Uh, she was actually praising it when we walked in the room, like, oh, my God, Class A, look at this cake. Oh, it's amazing. And then when she, they were all eating it, and me and Rich were just kind of, like, holding our laughs in. Uh, you and who? Sorry, me and uh, Ramon. 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 Yes. Uh, but then Senora Moore, like, noticed that everyone else was, like, you know, we, I guess our intention wasn't to, like, fuck everyone while, like, eating this shitty cake. We just thought it'd be funny to make a shitty, this is our Spanish cake. We put taco seasoning in it. Uh-huh. Um, oh, quick aside. At Ramon's house, when we uh, we made this over at Ramon's house, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, like I said, we opened the um, the oven, and it smells like fucking tacos. And uh, Ramon's dad says, "That smells that smells spicy, spicy." 
Ooh, now I'm speaking Spanish. <laughs> By the way, you just learned more Spanish in that moment than I did. Via... Anyways, uh, yeah, we didn't know because we were Damn. like, I think maybe that is Spanish. Um, but Senor Amor with 1 0 had her revenge by going, like, Class A, isn't this cake so good? Jorge y Ramon, you need to eat some. And uh. we, were like, we, were, we were both like, no, we're good. She's like, no, you need to eat some. And she, like, cut big pieces and put it yep. on her plate. But, like, um, yep. I remember. That's like, totally fair. Yep, totally yep. fair. Although yeah. I remember, I, I might have eaten eaten some, but Ramon was like, I am not fucking eating that shit. And like, she turns around, it's like in the trash can. But And, and then and then she was like, where did yours go? Did you? And he's like, mmm, I'm so full from the cake. He started being like a real smart ass. Me gusta real el cake. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, so, what did you say? What did you say to me? You know, <laughs> I'm not totally Is that on some her slang side. Or shit? Turn internet over.